What is up, everybody? Welcome back to a new episode of the All Out Blitz podcast with Jeff and Brady. And we are back here talking week 10 review. It's in the mirror. It's gone. It's past. Let's talk about what happened. Yeah. It was a pretty, pretty crazy week of football, to be honest with you. Lots of game winners to talk about. Mm -hmm. Lots of crazy catches to end games to talk about. Yeah. Your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I didn't really see any major, uh, you know, upsets really. per se. I mean, there's one, I guess, maybe to talk about. We'll talk about that one here in a second. But uh, in my eyes, anyway, it was an upset. Um, let's get right into it. Yeah. Last Thursday... The 12th of November. Today, of course, November 18th. Yep. The Indianapolis Colts took on the Tennessee Titans. The Colts laid a whooping on the Titans. Why is that? What happened to the Tennessee Titans as of late? The Colts won this game 34-17. They absolutely clobbered them. Philly Rivers looked like the Philly Rivers of old. A good, good, solid quarterback. <clears throat> Titans can get anything going. Their defense looks terrible. Instead of overreaction Monday, this is the all-out blitz overreaction Wednesday. Because <laughs> the Titans look bad. They do. The last three, four weeks, they have not looked good at all. Uh-huh. Derrick, the Derrick Henry train has officially slowed down. Tannehill's still playing good football. That defense just looks bad. Yeah. Like bad, bad. Yeah. But the Colts came out swinging, and they didn't stop. No. I did not think this game was going to turn out this way. I figured Titans had this one easy. Yeah. Um, I don't really know if there's much just to say about that one. It was, it was a good, I mean, it was a decent game, just because you don't really see the Colts, you know what I mean? They, you don't see them doing too much like this, especially this season anyway. Um, you know, they had their stud running back, Naheem Hines, run for 70 yards and a touchdown. Derrick Henry, 103 yards, no touchdown. Did not see the end zone in this game. I don't, what happened? I don't know. What do you mean you don't? You're supposed to have all the answers. I'm not a Tennessee Saints fan. I don't know. <laughs> Tannehill only threw 27 passes. That's weird for a game that you're losing, that you lost 34-17. One touchdown, 147 yards only. Philly Rivers, 29 for 39, almost a 75% completion percentage. 308 yards, one touchdown, and surprise, surprise, no picks. Wow. That's the Philly Rivers of old. This is the Chargers, Philly Rivers, with Antonio Gates, and those guys sitting back there. <clears throat> Good game by Philly Rivers here. Um, let's talk another clobbering, an NFC South clobbering. Tampa Bay Buccaneers come back to take on the Carolina Panthers, and they beat them. What do you know? Double it, just like we did the Colts and Titans, 46-23. Wow. That's a bit of a surprise to me. Carolina is, I mean, they're getting there. Like I said it last week, 
they're there, but they're not winning these big games yet. But they're not losing games, you know, kind of like what Atlanta and the Chargers do last second like they typically do. Yeah. Tom Brady threw for 341, three touchdowns, no picks. I was looking to see that potential defensive rookie of the year, Jeremy Chin, safety for the Panthers, pick him off once or twice. Didn't happen. Um, Teddy B, two touchdowns pick, 136 yards. Wow. I've this, this year is weird. When you look at stats game by game and you look at quarterbacks, there's so many games where quarterbacks are only th- for, they're thrown for less than 200 yards a game. I've never seen that in the past. It's just weird. Um, 75% completion percentage out of Teddy B, though. Solid game. Nothing wrong. Um, no, there's something wrong. Well, they, they just didn't put it all together. I mean, you know, if they had CMC, it'd be a different story, I think. McCaffrey opens up the game so much for them. Yeah, and man. unfortunately, he was out. Mike Davis didn't do much. He couldn't run on that Tampa defense. Tampa defense looked like that Tampa defense that we've been talking about. All right, that actually looks like on paper. Yeah, where they're good. Um, Mike Davis only ran for 32 yards. I mean, that was the that was the big the big runner of the day for them. Um, Rojo, on the other hand, boy Ronald Jones ran for 192 yards and a touchdown. Kid yeah. tore it up, tore it up. Um, when you pair that with the with the play of what Tom Brady did, I'm pretty sure it's hard to this beat. week he actually had the longest run in the NFL season so far. Oh yeah, with 98 yards like for a touchdown. 98 yarder. Yeah, I think so. Well, was it Derrick Henry did a 90 a couple weeks ago, right? Uh, yeah. 98 yarder. I'll have to look that one up. That's pretty cool. Uh, so Bucks get a big divisional win here against the Carolina Panthers. Next game, whew, this might be the lowest scoring game of the season. And I don't mean single score. I mean total game score. The Texans went in to take on the Brownies in Cleveland. The this, Browns won this 10-7. to This was more of a disappointment. Because on both sides? Because I expected a lot more points. No, for Nick Chubb fantasy owners. Uh, like me. At the up, uh, like the last second, Nick Chubb. Broke off a major about run. To get, about to get maybe 60, 50-yard run for a touchdown and just goes out of bounds at the one. Steps out at the one. That was a turd move, Chubbs. He should have at least like put up like the, like an extra six Why? Points, yeah, but here's the I want to say, either for, for you, for your stats, right? Yeah. Also... You would have put the Browns up seventeen to seven. Yeah. Who? And it's, he didn't stay in bounds to run the clock out. He ran out of bounds. Yeah. What? I don't even understand what that was about. That was a that was a Las Vegas move because people were betting on this game and that cost a lot of people a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, this game in itself. I. I again, Watson, one hundred sixty three yards. Baker Mayfield, like, Baker Mayfield, 132 yards pass. That's it. I know they got a, they had a lot of rain. He had like, and he had like, he had like, so he had like a wide open room too. They, oh yeah, there was a lot of rain right before this game. You pointed it out to me. I was doing something. You're like, man, look at that rain coming down there in Cleveland. Yeah, there it also, was nuts. There also was like a like a lightning like a lightning strike delayed the game a little like, bit. About like it was like somewhere between like two to eight miles away from the stadium. Um. Running the ball, Cleveland is going to win this game every day of the week, twice on Sundays. Chubb ran for 126. Uh, Long, by the way, is a 59-yarder. Would have been a 60-yard run for a touchdown. Um, 
Chubb had a touchdown. Kareem Hunt, 104 yards. They had 200-yard rushers against this terrible Texans defense. Um, biggest runner for the Texans, Duke Johnson with 54 yards. Deshaun Watson, 36. That's only a total of 90. Kareem Hunt and Chubb each beat out their total rushing in this game. It, it, was, a, it was a messy, terrible football game. But you're not going to beat the Cleveland Browns potentially with the best running back duo in the entire National Football League with Chubb and Hunt. Yeah. It's just not possible. If you need a down and dirty game on the ground, Browns are going to win nine times out of ten. Yeah. It, it just is what it is. That running back tandem is ridiculous. Um, so sorry, I can, so I can, sorry to all Nick Chubb fantasy owners, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that kind of sucked. Uh, I can completely see the Texans trading J.J. Watt. They need something because they're he's, not they're he, not going to the playoffs. He's getting up there in age, right? He is. He could still produce, especially if he's got other really good players next to him, and the Texans simply don't have that for him. He needs to do it all himself. He does. Other than merciless at linebacker, it's just it doesn't work. No. Um But I could see them doing that, getting something decent. They need to do something because from the way they're looking the defense at, is just bad. From the way they're looking right now, they're not going to the playoffs. It's, they're not going to get anywhere close. Not in the AFC like that. But I could see them losing JJ Watt in the offseason. Trading them for I something. I mean if the NFC the NFC East or West or whatever it was when it was in the AFC, they'd have they'd have a chance. Yeah. A- NFC if they were in the NFC East. They would have they would have a chance. <laughs> yeah, they're right in the mix. Um Next game kind of surprised me a little bit, and it turned it turned into a really good football game. the uh, The football team of Washington yeah. traveled to Detroit to take on the Lions. Detroit the wins the li- last second field goal. The Lions win this thirty to twenty seven. Pretty high scoring game for teams that don't usually put up more than twenty five points. My boy Maddie Stafford this time, not Ice. He was on a bye week. Maddie Stafford two seventy six, three touchdowns, no picks. I'm happy because I had DeAndre Swift on my fantasy team, so he got he got me a lot of points, especially with that hurdle that gonna, he had. We're going to talk about him in a minute. Alex Smith. Boy, Alex Smith, man. I'm so happy for you, dude. Uh, had to throw the ball 55 times, but threw for 390 yards. Eesh. That's awesome just to see him out there to begin with. Um, yeah, let's talk about that boy Swifty, though. My, my Georgia Bulldog, DeAndre Swift. 81 yards on the ground. And he had a nice little hurdle in there somewhere. He did. 81 yards on the ground. Okay. And 75. I'm sorry. 68 yards in the air. Oh. And a touchdown. Sweet. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. He had an amazing. This was his breakout game. Yeah, this is going to put him in this potential spot if he keeps it up towards offensive rookie of the year. But he's got to do it every week the rest of the year for it to happen. I mean, every week. There are there are a lot more. There are a lot. Yeah, he's he's. I don't think there's. I don't think there's a shot. But if if he wants to be in the conversation at least, he needs to do this every week going forward. I don't know who could really be offensive rookie of the year. We'll talk about that at the end of this episode. Just saying, because I got some ideas. I'm just not saying, like, there's not really, like, any people who are really, like, balling out or there's something a, like There's that. a couple. You may not think of it, but there's a couple. Trust me. We'll talk about it, though, all right, at the end of this episode. Let's let's cover next game. But by, by the way, good win for Detroit. 
They're yeah. really they're doing like what Atlanta did last year, and they're keeping their they're keeping their head coach in it because he's he's on the hot seat and he's about ready to be shipped out of Detroit. Matt Patricia there, he is. Um, but they're keep they're keeping him. They're giving him a lifeline. Yeah, they're letting him hang around there. Uh, I'd this, say if he loses about like next like th- like two games or something, then. Yeah, I think they'll out. keep him throughout the rest of the year, but I think at the end of the year there'll probably be a change unless unless something changes and they win a whole bunch of football games. Yeah. His next game, a lot closer than what I expected. The Jags traveled to Green Bay and took on the Packers, and the Packers won this 24-20. to wow. It was a lot closer than what I thought. Yeah. Rodgers, 325, two touchdowns, one pick. Our boy Jake Luton, Luton. Whatever you want to call him, Sammy Gluten, 169 yards, touchdown, and a pick. Didn't look so hot. Uh, That's just tough. I don't know. He's done good, though, for, like, the first, like, what, like, two games he started? I think so. Absolutely. James Robinson, 109 yards uh, rushing. Then you had a, a mix of Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams for a total of 76 yards. Yeah. Um. You know. This game was just this game was kind of one in the trenches. Yeah. Plain and simple. I expected yeah. I expected a little more at Green Bay, but typically when I expect more out of a team, they they tank. Um Oh, we know. <laughs> next game was the uh Turlet Division of the Year, the NFC East battle, Philadelphia Eagles, New York Giants. The Giants win this one 27-17. Not really a surprise because both teams are pretty crappy. Daniel Jones threw for 244, no touchdowns, no touchdowns throwing, and they scored 27 points. Also, more importantly, no interceptions. Carson Wentz, no touchdowns, no interceptions, threw for 208 yards. His game clearly won on the ground. Didn't I make a prediction last week that Carson Wentz was going to throw more than three interceptions? You did. Oh, I'm wrong. <laughs> I got to start looking back or. Listen back to our old episodes and seeing what my predictions were and see if exactly. any of them were right. Exactly. His game was one on the ground. Miles Sanders ran for 85 yards. Boston Scott for 63. That's on the Eagles, of course. One touchdown there by Boston Scott. Daniel Jones ran for 64 yards, including a 34-yarder and a touchdown. Wayne Gallman ran for 53 yards, two touchdowns. Ooh. Pick that boy up off the waivers. Thanks. Yeah. Barkley's on IR. Freeman's on IR. Now they're at Wayne Gallman. And Al- Alfred Morris is the other guy Alfred. in the mix. Old Alfred. Ex-Dallas Cowboy right there. Giants win. Good for them. Sticking, ar- sticking around in that division they are. Uh, so now the Eagles are still winning at like 3-5-1 and one or something like that. Yeah, it's pretty like terrible. 3-7-1. None of them should go, to be honest. The whole NFC should just go home. Um, Next game, Battle of the Rookie QBs. The Chargers and my boy Herbie took on Tua and the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins win again. Again, 29-21. They beat the Chargers out. I'll tell you what, man. Tua's looking real good. He only threw for 169 yards in this game. Two touchdowns. That defense is showing up, man. And special teams again. Dolphins. I, 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 would, I wouldn't know. I'm not, I don't watch their games. Dolphins. I know they're looking like a playoff team. My boy Herbie threw for 187, two touchdowns, one pick. 
Not so good. Not so good. I want to take a look at receiving grades here. It's because been, what, about, fifth, been about 1,500 years since the Dolphins took a playoff team. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. Don't let your mom hear that. Uh, here's an interesting thing. You can tell, right, because Herbie only threw for 186 yards. Leading receiver, my boy Keenan Allen, 39 yards only. That's bad. I mean, that's real bad. When you look at the Dolphins, they were scattered all over the place. But let me tell you somebody that's really starting to stand out. Jakeem Grant ran that big, you know, punt returns for touchdowns. If you watch special teams, punts, kicks, that dude's electric. Getting, getting caught up in the passing game now, too. 43 yards and a touchdown from Tua. Jakeem Grant, look out for that boy coming up, and he's going he's gonna to be somebody to mess with with those Miami Dolphins. Mark my words. But the oh. Dolphins win again. Only by what, like three or like four points? Six, 20, or I'm sorry, eight, 29-21. Huh. Um, next game, I would probably say, and I think this was one that we called, was game of the week. What's that? The Buffalo Bills. Oh, it was it was Arizona Cardinals. That was so much game of the week. Sorry for interrupting, but it was it was game of the week. It, it, and I, that's the one we called. I think too it was game of the week, and it really was game of the week. Um, let's not Best talk. About, let's not talk about two catches ever. And uh, no, not ever, not ever. ever. Well, this, this season, maybe this season. I don't know. I haven't seen every catch, but let's 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 put this one in perspective. You want to do your catch first? No, no, no. <laughs> no, we're just going to talk about the last 90 seconds of this football game. Let's do it. I'm excited. Buffalo Bills are down. Okay? Yeah. Buffalo Bills need to win this football game. Josh Allen throws a 34-yard strike with an absolutely, and I don't care what anybody says, absolutely phenomenal catch. By Stephon Diggs. Who peop, or who is so far um, this season been the number one wide receiver. Being covered man-to-man by one of the best in the game, P2, Patrick, Patrick Peterson. Peterson, gets just enough separation. A twisting, diving catch. Scores. Puts Buffalo up with a minute to go. Phenomenal. Diggs looked like he was on cloud nine. He was ballistic. His his veins were pumping. They just won this thing. Kyler Murray. Can't talk about scramble, scramble, scramble is all I have to say. Um, um, I remember seeing that um after he caught that touchdown, uh, Diggs, he um he just kind of like started yelling. He's like he's like that's why you pay me. Exactly. Exactly. And it's right. Because yeah. that essentially should have won him the game. It didn't. But. The Cardinals win this football game. 11 seconds left. Kyler Murray scrambles while backing up towards the sideline. He throws the ball. Sidearms, chucks it in the it. air. I want to talk about it. Talk about it. So Kyler Murray, he's, like you said, he's backing up. He sees um, DeAndre Hopkins in the end zone. There's already two uh, corners and safeties like covering him already. And um, who are the names again? He just cut, he just throws it up. He just he, he probably throws it as hard as he can. Now, um, by the time the ball gets there, he's triple covered. 
Tredavious White, he runs in there and he tries to knock the ball out. Somehow, DeAndre Hopkins jumps probably as high as he can, grabs the ball and holds on to it, like with dear life. And holds on to it um, the entire way down for the game-winning So it was the Hale Murray. Yeah. <laughs> the Hale Murray at the end of the game, which Aaron Rodgers was famous for. Because he just he won, he used to win he game after game. game for that. He does that every game. But Kyler chucks this ball, and he is triple-covered, DeAndre Hopkins is, by Tredavious White, Micah Hyde, and Jordan Poyer. Yeah. Probably some of the three best defenders almost in all of football. He out-jumps all three of them. And comes down with this catch. Now, this catch is everywhere. If you watch the news, you watch sports, you read anything, this catch is everywhere. It is. You and I argued about this the other day. Which which catch was better? The We're DeAndre gonna, Hopkins one or Stephon Diggs one? Exactly. Can I just talk about I, one thing quick? Talk about it, because um, I'm going to talk next. <laughs> um, I saw this meme where um, it was just like a picture of DeAndre Hopkins uh, catching the ball. And uh, the caption was, uh, this is... This is a Jordan commercial because oh. um, DeAndre Hopkins was wearing a Jordan Michael gloves. Jordan gloves, yeah, yeah. and he was just catching he was catching the ball, and there was like, and like he also made them a lot of money since that catch, too. and like Tredavious Tredavious White, he was wearing like Adidas gloves, someone else was wearing like Nike gloves, yep. and then that was that was the, that was the meme. <laughs> so let's talk about this. When you talk about a hail mary, I'm Folks, just gonna be here for about I'm gonna, ten minutes. I'm gonna call it a hail mary. Okay, because that's Murray. it's what it's a hail mary. Hail mary. <laughs> There's always a shot somebody is going to come down with it, right? Defender, offensive guy. Now DeAndre Hopkins is taller than every one of those guys. DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best wide receivers in all of football, all time. And he comes down with this catch. The key to that is, or, or the the hard part about that is, yes, he was triple covered. Okay, very difficult. I want to be, and I don't know if anybody else did this because it's been a super busy week and I haven't listened to all different shows. But if they haven't, I want to give bigger kudos to potential league MVP quarterback Kyler Murray. He should be, without a doubt. The the way, and everybody talks about Patrick Mahomes and the way that he can contort his body and throw the football. This dude was backpedaling, sidearms, and he puts such a beautiful arc on this football. For he was the almost like about to get like sacked for too. the distance and the height that he put on this ball. He, I mean, you literally could not have put it in a better place. And it was what a fifty-some yard throw. It wasn't just. It wasn't like a twenty-yarder. No one was able to get that football except for DeAndre Hopkins. This play yeah, could you was not. If that was like a second later or like a second earlier. This play was not made. It was made by, but was not done fully by DeAndre Hopkins, which is getting all the credit for this happening. This was done by the amazing, absolutely beautiful throw and play by Kyler Murray. That's the same thing with yours, though. That was partly Josh Allen. Not the same. Y yes, it is. Josh Allen, by the way, and I'm going to go on credit for this, saying I think the Diggs catch better than Hopkins catch. You just made the, so many people mad. I don't care. The bullet pass by the rocket arm Josh Allen, beautiful positioning. Diggs was the only one that could have potentially got that. Both quarterbacks, both beautiful throws. Kyler Murray's throw was a hundred times better than Josh Allen's. However, the difficulty of the catch 
goes to Diggs by diving and twisting to make sure that that ball did not get knocked out by the ground or get jostled in any way, shape, or form to even potentially give the benefit of the doubt that this ball was incomplete. That is just what I'm stating. I feel like there might have been about like maybe three other wide receivers that could have done that. It's potential, yeah, but that, that, you know that's very true, right? There are other wide receivers that could have done that, but in that moment, at that point in time, I just think that when you compare those two catches, that is better. And I say that because of this: hail marys happen every season. There are people that you've never even heard their name before that come down with a Hail Mary catch in a game-winning situation. That's why I think the throw by Kyler Murray is so much better and more important to that outcome than the catch itself. That's all I'm saying. Next game. You always go in. You always go way into depth with this stuff. I always just say he he caught the ball in triple coverage. That's all I ever say. It was. Oh, that's what I'm you saying. You lay out like it, books of papers. It was and a like beautiful. Kind of it was stuff. a. It was a. It was one of the most phenomenal catches I've seen in years, because of because of the types of defenders that were around him, but it's the throw. The the distance and the height that only D Hop could have got to. Those other guys are shorter. Maybe they could jump higher, but they were also running. So it doesn't help. That is what won that game for them. Cardinals won this game, by the way, 32 to 30. Yep. It was, I mean, unbelievable football game. Let's move into the next game, which was a slobber. Oh, I don't even know what. Slobber. A slobber knocker. No, it wasn't. It was a clobbering. The Las Vegas Raiders took on the Denver Broncos and absolutely annihilated them 37 to 12. The Broncos look really bad. Yeah. The defense looks terrible without, I mean, and, and you could say, well, Von Miller's out. That's one person out of 11 on the field. He can't make that defense that better all himself. Derek Carr only threw for 154 yards. Is Isaiah Simmons still playing? Or not uh, Isaiah Simmons? Uh, there's some other guy on the Broncos defense that's, like, really good. I don't know who you're talking about. Bradley yeah. Chubb? Yeah, he's the yeah, only, but he's like the only other star. Um, Drew Locke threw for 257, one touchdown, four picks. That loses you a football game. Um, and yeah, weren't you saying was a you were talking about Drew Locke? You were saying you were saying like earlier this season, like Drew Locke, oh, he's like a phenomenal QB. <laughs> I think he is a very good QB. It's only his second year. He's got a lot of learning to do. But don't let anybody tell anybody otherwise. The Raiders' defense is sneakily very good. Very stingy, just like when they beat the Chiefs when the Chiefs were undefeated earlier this year. The Raiders' defense is very good. It doesn't hurt when Josh Jacobs runs for 112 yards, two touchdowns, and Devontae Booker runs for 81 yards and two touchdowns. They beat them on the ground, and that's Raider football is where they jam it down your throat. The Broncos also are just very bad this year. Yeah. Next game did not turn out the way I expected. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers still undefeated now after this game as they beat the Cincinnati Bengals 36-10. to As they blow out the Bengals. It was bad. It was really bad. Um, you also did say whenever we were talking about, like, 
or like last episode, I'm pretty sure, where I said like the Falcons have like the hardest like yes. rest of the season. You said that the Steelers had like the easiest beginning of the season. The th- the, no, the rest of the season going forward, including this week, the Steelers had the third easiest schedule remaining. While the beginning half of their season was also very easy, the Baltimore Ravens have the number one easiest schedule going forward, which maybe they need because they're pretty bad. Um, yes. Ben Ross- Roethlisberger threw for over 300 yards, four touchdowns. Joe Burrow, not even a single pick, threw one touchdown, 213 yards. You thought this game would have been a lot closer. You did. Well, when you look at that stat line, 213, one touchdown, no picks. Okay, well, how did they only score 10 points? Right? Well, they had a fumble, I believe. I feel like everyone at the beginning of this game was already just knowing that the Steelers were going to win this. I believe it, yeah. Because I like their, like, I can say that they're not going to go undefeated this season. They're not. They're definitely not. They're going to lose at least two games. I I think so, too. And it's going to be a surprise team. Now, like, it's... Now, like, they are going to be, like, the... They are going to have the best record this season, but they're not going to go undefeated. We'll see. I don't know. You never know what's going to happen. We're what, if ben, what if Ben goes down and they got to put Ducky in or they got to put Dented Head in? What's his name again? Mason Rudolph. That one. I forgot. The whole Rudolph's Red Nose Reindeer theme with the Pittsburgh Steelers team here. Yeah. I'd rather put... Hodges in. I'm just saying, if you put ha- if you have to put one of them two in, you're not going to keep winning football games. You're going to win some because of the defense. Yeah. But you're not going to put up 36 points. I think J.J. Watt might go to the Steelers. Get all he the might, Watt he might anyway, together. just to have a family reunion. They got all the Watt brothers together. It's like an eat subway. <laughs> Job, Derek. Uh, <laughs> next game was kind of a stunner, I think. You know, I, I don't think it's huge, a huge stunner, but I think it's a stunner because of the way it turned out. What's is, that? Uh, the L.A. Rams took on the Seattle Seahawks, and the Rams won 23-16. to 16. Seahawks lost whatever they had there going for them. I'm not sure what's going on with them right because, now, but they seem broken. Because D.K. Metcalf, like, we know he's been blowing up the last, what, like four? Ramsey shut him down. Yeah, he only had, like, what, like two catches or, like, Thir- two targeted catches? 30-some yards only. Yeah, like two, like like two. Jared like, Goff threw cast, for three hundred and two yards on thirty-seven attempts. Russell Wilson threw what, like another like two picks? No touchdowns, no picks for Jared Goff. Russell Wilson threw thirty-seven passes, threw for two forty-eight, no touchdowns, two picks again. Yeah, the Cardinals broke the. Odds. I don't know what is wrong with Rusty Russ here. He's rusty. He shouldn't be. He's been playing well, <laughs> like. Something is something's definitely wrong. Yeah, because earlier this season, like literally, like the first like five weeks in, we were saying like, you Russell, like it, Russell Wilson's definitely. You know, it's ever since Chris Carson's been hurt, is when this happened. Really? Yeah, that's right. Apparently, he has magical powers. No, he is a good running back in Chris Carson, not dealing with Alex Co- Collins or DJ Dallas. DJ Dallas, who nobody knows. I know him. He was on my fantasy team one time. Well, that's he a got mis- me points. That's a mistake because he's not very good. One week he did. I'm just saying, in general, he does. He doesn't have a running game right now with Chris Carson being hurt. I, so I don't know what's wrong with the Seahawks right now, but they need to figure something out. Rams, on the other hand, they're doing great. You also want to know what the other thing is. They just re-up Pete Carroll for like four more years. I know they did for like five years. That was like a 
Two it's weeks ago, it's though. It's a four-year extension. Uh, it was like a few years. It was like and a few weeks a year ago, left, so you got five years to go. Yeah, and how long have they been losing? A couple weeks. <laughs> that happens all the time. You re-up somebody in the middle of the air, immediately goes down. There was just a... Oh, a, yeah, it was about a Chiefs. Didn't Patrick Mahomes get signed to like a 10-year deal or something? <laughs> He's still doing good. Okay, but his, his, his craziness is now spread out over 10 years. <laughs> there was just a lineman. Who was it? For Baltimore. Signed a contract. Big money extension. Very next game he played in, which is like the next day, hurt out for the year. This stuff happens. Yeah, but you were wrong about that Antonio Brown thing. Am I? Let's see. They the, won, uh, the game he came back, they didn't they, score a they, touchdown. They tanked. And then they come back and they the kill game, the Panthers. Yes. Which the Panthers are not, they're not a Super Bowl contender team. So that doesn't even matter. However, he is now well, still, neither are we. he's now under investigation again. With potential of being it's suspended yet again. Oh, yeah, I did read that. The dude's a nightmare. Yeah, but... I'm just saying. He should just sign up to be a free safety. Wait and see how it plays out. Um, actually, before we continue on, good, good win for the Rams, though. NFC West battle, divisional win, puts them kind of right in that wheelhouse again for playoffs. It was funny. I, 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 was, uh, I was on Twitter after that Cardinals game, right? That big D-hop catch. Yeah. And old uh, Atlanta Falcons player, Eric Weems. I don't know. He tweeted out, and he said, that play there is why at the end of games years ago, okay. they put Julio Jones back there in safety. Uh, Atlanta yeah. used to do that all the time. Yeah, I know. Because I you had no chance. Yeah. If Julio Jones was back there at safety, D-Hop comes in to catch, ain't ha- that catch is not happening. No. Plain and simple. Like, he is a possibility of catching it, but he's not going to be in the end zone. No, he is a possibility of catching it because anybody has a possibility of catching it. That's just Julio Jones. But Julio Jones will out-jump you and is much stronger than you. Yeah, because he was the, the only other possible wide receiver for the last century. The only decade, not century. Decade. Which <laughs> well, is, potentially well, century. Maybe. I think so. Um, the only the only other thing there that could have happened, right, is pass interference call, ball gets put at the one, and they got one final play to jam it in. Like, yeah, you know, so you have to watch for that. But I just, I thought that was an interesting tweet by Eric Weems out there. So shout out, Weems. Miss you, dude. Loved having you on special teams. Um, Julio Jones is just spear you like he did. But Julio Jones, he they, they used to put him at safety all the time for ending game yeah. stuff like that because he would chase people down. He, oh, we know he, he had no problem hitting anybody, and he will out jump you. I remember seeing so. that. I remember seeing that one clip where he like there's oh, like great. there's that like like Dallas Cowboys guy he's about to pick just the ball off. Him. Yeah, he just speared him, knocked and dropped the, ball the ball right out. It was awesome. Uh, three more games to talk about. This one, I'm not really going to talk much about it because we're it just going to talk about it. Whatever. No, the the Saints. Took on the Niners. Saints win 27-13. Nothing really to say Next here. game. Well, it, because the Niners are, are trash right now because of all the injuries. I know. So, um, next game was a bit of a surprise. The Ravens took on the Patriots. The Patriots won this game 23-17. to Again, Lamar oh, Jackson uh, and the Ravens are broken. Also, we didn't talk about uh, last episode because happened this last week. Uh, Drew Brees isn't going to be playing next game or maybe out for the next, like, three weeks because... He's he got multiple fractured ribs and and a collapsed lung. Yeah, 
and I, we still don't know how he's only out for like two to three weeks. Yeah, so we'll see what happens there. But looks like we're getting the uh, Jameis Winston experience. We have to go against Pickmaster on Sunday. I hope he continues that and doesn't win. Um, yeah, I do. Patriots, though, beat the Ravens. The Ravens are in a bad place. Ravens and Seahawks. Riddle me this, Batman. Yes. Because I lo- I, I'm a big fan of conspiracy theories. Oh, I could tell. Right? The Antonio Brown thing. You know what this conspiracy theory is this season as well? Cam Newton's. Earl decent. Thomas. Used to play for the Seahawks. The Seahawks are broken. Used to play for the Ravens. The Ravens are broken. Why do you think nobody's picking up Earl Thomas right now? Because he sucks. Because they know. No, it's because he's trash. No, he's washed up. Well, he's been playing for like ten years. Could be washed up. I'm just. Does isn't that interesting though? If wait, you think way too much right. of stuff. All right, let's move no, on to the. I I will agree with you if he signs with a team and then after he leaves that team they start doing <laughs> terrible. Then I will agree with you that yeah, it's true. That's awesome. Let's talk about the Monday night game and let's finish out this this episode this week here. Let's do it. Monday night game, the Minnesota Vikings traveled into Chicago to take on the Bears. The Bears. And the 0-9 Monday night Kirk Cousins wins his very first Monday night game. Monday night game. Vikings win this game 19-13. Now, while Dalvin Cook didn't have the same game he had in the past two weeks. No, he actually, like... He still had a good game. Ran for 96 yards. That's not the first time in, like, like forever that he didn't get 100 yards rushing. Okay, but ran for 96... Also had 21 in the receiving game, which is over 100 total yards. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. Just you expect like on like a deep like the Bears defense or but something. The, here's hold on because I know where you're going with this. The Bears defense is one of the best ranked rushing defenses in all of football this year. We also should probably talk about another thing. Um, Nick Foles is not going to be playing for another game or for the next game, I'd at least say, because, well, actually, he... He's um, got a hip injury. If you watched, if you watched uh, the Bears game live or something, he had what looked like could have had a broken neck injury. And um, later on, the next day or the day after, um, we find out that he sidestepped a major injury that could have happened to him. It was a hip injury. Yeah. He, like... He got like could tackled. Have been a, could have been a broken hip, not a neck. Oh, it's kind of like he like rolled like on his head though. Yeah, he did, but it was the hip is what was what was the what the issue was. Um, it yeah, bad nothing major, though. no major damage, but no. he is injured, so it looks like probably have Mitchell back for their next game. Put the put the backup in. Don't put him in. <laughs> put the backup in. He's better than Mitch. <laughs> Chase Daniel, I think it is yet. Put Chase Daniel in. Um, but yeah, so the Vikings get a huge win. Huge, yeah. a big NFC North win, divisional divisional win for Kirk Cousins and primetime Monday night game. Yeah. Awesome for Kirk Cousins. Big fan of his. All right. Um, let's jump into stats. League leaders. Passing yards. Passing yards. Keep in mind, folks, Matt Ryan had a bye week. So this is the first time this season Matt Ryan is not in the number one spot. But I couldn't be more happier that he gives up that number one spot to one of my favorites. Justin Herbert. Josh Allen. Oh. <laughs> Josh Allen now number one for passing yards with 2871. Russell Wilson 
two with 27.89. Matt Ryan, third with 27.46. Tom Brady, fourth with 27.39. Number five, Patty Mahomes, 26.87. Matt is back this week to take on the Saints defense. It's going to be stingy. It's going to be hard getting back in the lead. I think he could do it. Uh, touchdown leaders. Passing. Russell Wilson, number one with 28. Sheesh. Now also with 10 interceptions. Oof. That's terrible. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, number two with 26 touchdowns, three interceptions. Third, Patrick Mahomes, 25 touchdowns, one interception. Number four, Tom Brady, 23 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Number five, Ben Roethlisberger, 22 touchdowns, four interceptions. Go. Rushing. Rushing. Yards. Rushing yards you want to do first? I guess. Number one, Dalvin Cook no. with only a three-yard lead. Oh, jeez. 954, good. Derek Henry, number two with 951. Then we drop. Don't drop Derek. Then we drop all the way to 730 yards for number three spot, Ronald Jones. Number, number four, Josh Jacobs, 700 yards. Number four, James Robinson from the Jags at 689. That's our, that's our new nickname on the Outlets podcast for Derek Henry, Dump Truck Derek. Dump Truck. Dump Truck Derek. Um, rushing touchdown leader, number one, Dalvin Cook with 12. Number two, Todd Gurley with nine. Number yeah. three, Josh Jacobs with eight. Tied with Derek Henry for eight. Hey, and then there's Dump a, Truck Derek. And there's another tie for seven touchdowns between Antonio Gibson running, uh, running back rookie for the Washington football team and then Alvin Kamara. From the Saints. Yeah. Receiving grades, we have yards. Number one, Stephon Diggs with 906. Two, DeAndre Hopkins with 861. Look at those two. Top two. Wow. Absolutely balled out that game. Uh, number three, DK Metcalf with 816. Number four, Terry McLaurin with 787. Number five, Robbie Anderson with 772. Cool. Touchdowns, there's a three-way tie. Really? For nine touchdowns, Adam Thielen, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams. Then there's another tie for fourth between DK Metcalf and Mike Evans with eight. Wow. Pretty crazy. Players of the week. Players of the week. We should do something like that then. Players of the week. Which, NFC. You know, NFC? NFC. NFC Offensive Player of the Week, wide receiver, Arizona Cardinals, DeAndre Hopkins, seven receptions, 127 yards, including that 43-yard game-winning touchdown. You should always look like this whenever you're doing that. Defensive Player of the hey, Week, yo. linebacker, L.A. Rams, Leonard Floyd, five tackles, three sacks on Rusty Russ, and a fumble recovery. AFC Players of the Week. <laughs> NFC Special Teams oh. Player of the Week. Kicker from the Detroit Lions, Matt Prater. Three for three on field goals. Three for three on points after a total of 12 points, including that game winner. Now for the AFC Players, AFC players of, of the, the week. week. Offense. Quarterback. From the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger. Big Benjamin. 
333 <laughs> yards, four tutters, 110.1 passer rating. Big Benjamin. For a completion percentage of 58.7%. Let's switch it up and do special teams player of the week. Special teams player of the week in the AFC. Linebacker EJ Speed with one block punt. That was boring. No one knows who he is. AFC Defensive Player of the Week. Safety from the Las Vegas Raiders. Jeff Heath with one tackle. Whoa. Two interceptions and two passes defended. And that wraps up not only the Players of the Week, but the Week 10 Review All Out Blitz Podcast. That was fun. That was fun. We will be back tomorrow, folks, to talk week 11 and what's happening there. I hope you all enjoyed week 10 of the National Football League and this episode. If you did not enjoy this episode, please just clear it out of your brain. I'm pretty sure after uh, tomorrow's episode, I'm pretty sure we come back maybe the day before Thanksgiving, I want to say. Probably. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But if you did enjoy this episode... Please share it with your friends, family, loved ones, everyone. And keep listening. Because this is just a fun father-son podcast, talking football, having a good time twice a week. Yeah. And for all listeners out there, thank you all for listening. We do greatly appreciate it. And hopefully you'll tune in tomorrow for our week 11 preview. Stay safe. Before the Thursday night game. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And peace. Peace out. Bye.